welcome. You've tuned in to Living the Miracle with hosts Michael and Raphael Tamura. You are meant to live a joy-filled life, and you most certainly can. In this program, you will learn simple yet powerful psychic tools to help you fulfill your soul's purpose in this world. Now, here are your hosts, Michael Tamura and Raphael Tamura. Hello to you and welcome to Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. I'm Raphael. And I'm Michael. The purpose for our show is to awaken souls, develop intuition, and fulfill purpose. Well, if you're old enough to remember the song written by singer-songwriter Hoyt Axton and recorded into becoming the biggest hit of 1971 by the rock band Three Dog Night, you might leap up to sing and dance to the title of our show today, Joy to You and Me, because not only is it the final line of the chorus in their hit song, Joy to the World, your experience of joy is in the sharing of it with others and the world. So today, we're not only wishing joy to you and me, we're going to explore what that experience of great happiness many of us might call joy is, where it comes from, and how we might be able to have much more of it in our lives every day. Joy, joy, joy. (laughs) (laughs) I love joy. Well, Jeremiah might have transformed into a bullfrog in the Three Dog Nights fun rendition of Joy to the World. But the opening line in Hoyt Axton's original lyrics of the verse refers to Jeremiah, one of the major prophets in the Hebrew Bible, and referenced in both the Christian and Islamic religions. If anything, a bullfrog is certainly vociferous, as was Jeremiah the prophet. Just couldn't keep his mouth shut, I guess. (laughs) When it comes to any of us proclaiming joy to the world, we need to shout it from the rooftops, or sing and dance our joy down the street. Joy by its nature is infectious. As we can say in these modern times, joy has to go viral. I think joy is a great <clears throat> feeling too. In fact, just like Three Dog Nights hit was the biggest tune of the year, of that year, 1971, the year I graduated from high school, is more in more recent history, Uh, nine years actually, another song, Sharing Joy, became a massive international hit, Pharrell Williams' Happy, that was released on the animated movie soundtrack album Despicable Me Too in 2013. It struck so many different kinds of people's happy chord that it became the first song to ever top six distinct format Billboard Airplay charts from adult contemporary to mainstream R&B, hip-hop to pop. You can say, dance in the streets and sing out loud happiness has universal appeal. All too often, however, joy seems to become more of a luxury item for most people. It gets relegated to the back burner until after all the serious work gets done and all the crises are dealt with. But as they say, Tomorrow never comes. So the joy doesn't tend to come off the back burner a lot of the time. On the one hand, rarely is there anyone who doesn't want happiness. 
Yet wanting to be happy somehow, someday, isn't the same thing as being happy today without having to have a good enough reason to be happy. We addressed that in our show last week, Rejoice Just Because. Don't make your happiness a destination to get to later. In truth, your happiness is the starting point for whatever your next step might be. Everything you create, you create in spirit. Not only that, but you create whatever it is completely and instantly in spirit. It's only here in this world of time and space that what you create instantly in spirit will begin to unfold and manifest itself over time. I think part of that is because we are learning about creating in slow-mo, slow motion. It's also in spirit that you find that joy. So unless you look inward to your inner workings, you'd be hard-pressed to be joyful for very long. Joy isn't what you experience in the world. It's what you experience within yourself. You are joyous inside. When you find that joyousness inside of you, then you might feel like celebrating and expressing that inner joy in the world. That joyousness that is within you is actually an integral part of you. So the more you get to know yourself, the more joy you will experience. Getting to know yourself more isn't an academic or physical process. It's actually what meditation is for. Turn your awareness inward toward the truth of who you are. And just as you would need to do with another person that you'd like to get to know a lot more, you'd have to communicate more with yourself to get to know yourself more. If you wish to talk on your cell phone to your friend who is miles away from you, your cell phone sends out your communication in energy packets wirelessly via electromagnetic radio waves to your friend's phone. For your communication with each other to work, your phones have to be on the same wavelength. If your phones are on different frequencies, each of you can send your communication, but neither of you would receive the other's communication, at least not through your phone uh, devices. A similar thing happens when you communicate with your inner self in meditation. The outer you has to get on the same wavelength as the inner you. Otherwise, each part of you could be talking away, but neither of you would receive the other's communication. That's one of the essential purposes of meditating. It is to get on the same wavelength with your inner spirit self. When you do, you begin to have that all-important communication with your inner or higher spirit self, and you start to learn more and more about who you are in truth as opposed to who you believed, assumed, or thought you were. If joy is an integral part of who you are in truth or in spirit, the only way you can start to experience more joy in your outer you is by getting in direct communication with that part of your inner self that is always and forever joyous. It's like your outer you connects on the same frequency with your inner spirit you, and you can hear that joyous voice for the first time. Of course, you have, you've experienced varying degrees of that joyous you that you may have considered to be your happy moments in your life. 
then in the associative part of your mind, you tend to associate those moments of happiness with whatever you were experiencing in the world at the time. Let's say that you met someone new and the two of you seemed to hit it off great. You experienced a degree of happiness that wasn't your run-of-the-mill everyday happy moments. That happiness seemed to last as long as you were with that person. Then even after you and the other person went off in your separate ways, you still reveled in the afterglow of that happiness. You might assume that being with that person made you happy. Yet, what actually happened was that you got much more on your own inner wavelength when you were with that person and then you became aware of that joyful aspect of your inner being that is always that way. After some time passes and you have to deal with other less pleasant things in life, like some stranger harassing you on the street or your co-worker trying to guilt you into covering for his mistakes and whatnot. You are no longer in that elevated frequency that kept you in more direct contact with your joyous self. Yeah, that's it's, it's just like um, experiencing a dropped call on your phone uh, to your inner self. <laughs> Have you ever had that when, when you're in the middle of the most enjoyable phone conversation with a friend in which your friend was being uproariously funny and you were practically crying because you were laughing so hard and then the line goes dead a drop call if you got frustrated or upset in any way when that happens you probably stopped laughing and weren't having fun anymore you had a problem to deal with. You know, mm-hmm. ah, what's wrong with my phone? Ah, ah. <laughs> Bad cell reception. Your friend is still telling hilarious stories because he doesn't realize that yet that, you know, you dropped off. <laughs> it's that you can't hear all that fun anymore. In a similar way, your inner spirit self is still as joyous as ever, no matter what's going on in your life. But if you drop out of communication with your inner self, you don't experience that joyousness of that part of who you are. In fact, that's at the crux of all spiritual growth and your process of awakening. After all, what are you awakening to? Ah, yeah, you're awakening to who you are in truth. You're also waking up from the not-so-pleasant dream of believing that you are so much less than who you are. Until you experience the light that you are, it's a bit hard to imagine that you could be that bright. Why? Well, you tend to review your history in this world. (laughs) Well, your school transcript shows you didn't do so well in some of the classes, right? Yeah, then you start to believe, I I must be a flunky. (laughs) Of course, you're not a flunky at all. What you and others might see as mistakes and failures are just a normal process of learning and growing. How many hours of grueling practices do top athletes, singers, actors, dancers, and other creative performers go through before they become known as great performers? 
It's no different than when you first start to learn to walk as a pre-toddler. If you're like the most of the rest of us, you know, you probably fell on your tush many more times than the number of steps you took at first. You just had to get back up and do it again and again. And then one day you discovered, wow, luck, mom. <laughs> I can walk continuously from here to there without falling. You weren't a failure. You were just learning, right? And you can call that, you know, making lots of mistakes, but really they're not mistakes. They're just this process of learning to do something. And until you learn to do it and learn to do it really well and consistently, you're going to not do it exactly the way you'd like it to do it, right? Fall on your tush. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's why, you know, we have a little more padding on the tush. <laughs> it's made for <laughs> those times when you fall on it a lot. Or sometimes, uh, for some of us, we, we do a face plant. Anyway, <laughs> you're always... <laughs> That's a story for another time. <laughs> That's a story for another time. <laughs> you're always a, a work in progress, even if you're considered to be the best at something, right? Yeah, you could be the goat, and you're still a work in progress. So your process of waking up to the truth of who you are is quite simple. Each step of the way is basically a choice you make. You're making countless number of choices about everything every day. Yet the fundamental choice that you make isn't about whether you do this or do that in the world. Your most important choice that precedes every other kind of choice you ever make is whether you keep your sight on the undivided or on the divided. Remember, you're always going, you're going to end up, you're going to go toward what you're looking at, what you keep in your sight. So if you keep in your sight, if you keep your sight on the, on the undivided, you look inward into the limitless expanse of that which is undivided and whole, always. If you choose to look first at the divided, you look outward into this divided world and all the ups and downs and limitations of a world based on two rather than one. Whatever you keep your sight on is where you are going to go and end up. So if you keep your sight on the undivided, which is what we call God, or the whole of spirit. You make that your destination. You'll be given tailor-made lessons in life to get you to that destination step by step. If, on the other hand, you decide to go for the divided world, then you will continue to become more and more part of the world and lose sight of your true undivided spirit self. Now, obviously, we all make both choices regularly. 
even from moment to moment. We decide at one moment to completely turn to spirit and walk on our true spiritual path all the way. Then, usually after a short while of doing that, (laughs) we forget and fall asleep at the wheel into dreaming of this world where every little thing that happens in the world affects us. And no matter how hard we work at everything, something is always falling apart, even if many things seem to be going great. We get so focused in what's happening in our life in this world that we forget about who we really are and where we are headed in this life. Now, What makes a huge difference on that path back to our true spirit self is in sharing our joy. Remember, our analogy about the drop calls and how we need to get on the same wavelength with our inner spirit, eternally joyous self, to experience truth and lasting happiness. Ah, Just like learning to walk for the first time, We're going to drop a lot of those calls and get out of communication with our true inner self until we learn and become more and more consistent in staying in communication with our true self. The big question in doing that is what makes it possible for us to get on this inner spirit wavelength in the first place? That's a really good question. And Michael will answer that question after the break, but our first break is coming right up. So we wanted to remind you that our special remote for teleclass plus a bonus Zoom Q&A weekend event is coming up on Saturday, May 28th and Sunday, May 29th. So that's in three weekends from now, I believe. And the title of this wonderful Uh, offering that's open to everyone is Finding Joy in Challenging Times, Harnessing the Transformative Power of Compassion, Gratitude, and Forgiveness. It starts at 9 a.m. and 12 p.m. Pacific Time. Uh, The two-hour teleclasses on Saturday will be Looking for Bliss When the Going Gets Tough, Are You the Joy You Are Looking For? Or I should say, You Are the Joy You Are Looking For. And then the afternoon class is Happiness is Sharing Your Joy When All Seems Lost, Discovering the Creative Power of Compassion. And then the Sunday teleclasses are as follows, Welcoming the Blessings of Bliss, the Power of Gratitude to Heal Your Soul. And the afternoon class is Forgiving Your Way Back to Yourself, the Path to Your Freedom and the Love of God. Plus, anyone who takes part in at least one teleclass during this weekend event can join us for our fun and profound bonus post-class Zoom Q&A talk story and social on Sunday following the last teleclass. For the full write-up and details or to sign up, go to our May calendar event section at michaeltamora.com or call our office at 530-926-926. 2650 weekdays during business hours specific time and speak to our fabulous assistant Debbie. Welcome her. She's new and she would love to talk to you. We'll be right back to joy to you and me. Your joy is in the sharing. We'll be right back.
Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. If you love living the miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamora, you'll love their teleclasses, seminars, and retreats. Check out their upcoming events at michaeltamora.com forward slash events. The best book ever. Transformational. Incredible information. One of the best books I've ever read. Inspirational. A must read for anyone interested in accomplishing their purpose. That's what readers around the world are saying about You Are the Answer. The award-winning book by Michael J. Tamora. Beloved spiritual teacher and clairvoyant visionary. Order your copy now at Amazon.com. Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. Find out more about everything that they offer at MichaelTamura.com. And be sure to sign up for their free monthly newsletter. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Living the Miracle. Michael and Raphael would love to hear from you. Reach the show today by calling 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to livingthemiracleradio at gmail.com. Now back to Living the Miracle. Welcome back, everyone. Today we've been offering joy to you and me because our joy is in the sharing of it. So let's continue to explore the nature of joy and how you could experience more of it in your life, regardless of what's going on in it. Yes, and there's a lot of things going on in everybody's life these days. Oh, yeah, my goodness. <laughs> Not all of it uh, very pleasant. Or welcome to Yeah, you. and so before the break, I was talking about the what really makes the big difference in on our path back to our true spirit self. And that difference is made by when we share our joy. And, and I was uh, referring back to the analogy that we, we were using earlier on in the show about drop calls. You know, when you have your outer self speaking with the inner self, uh, on a cell phone, <laughs> and you, a cell phone. <laughs> it's a cell phone. <laughs> I made that up. Yeah, it, it's it's our audio selfie. <laughs> anyway, we're 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 trying to get in touch with ourselves, inner selves, our inner spirit selves, and if we're not on the same wavelength, ah, uh, we we get drop calls. So we start off contacting that inner self and and that's when we start to be happy when when we start to experience even a little bit of of that joyousness that we're made up of in inside so then the outer self you know the part that we're conscious of every day and we think and feel and all that stuff going on oh yeah 
things get rough out here in the world and and you start to get unhappy you start to get afraid you start to be a sad angry you know all those guilty all those kinds of experiences emotional and and mental and that's when oh it's a drop call we we lost contact with our inner spirit self that has that joyousness there all the time and without that joyousness it's very hard to progress on our spiritual path back to ourselves. Why? Because you could think of it as kind of going up. Yeah, we're going up in frequency because the outer self that deals with this world, this world is, you know, what we call the physical world. It's dense. It's, it's heavy. The energy vibration here is is heavy vibration. Not because it's bad necessarily, but it's it's just a denser, heavier vibration. To get on the wavelength of our inner self, which is at the highest frequency. Oh, we have to go up in our vibration to match that, to to connect with that frequency range. Which means, oh yeah. We have to we have to go toward happiness, unless until uh, otherwise we're we're too, our frequency is too low to to reconnect with our inner self frequency. Ah, so the big question we left the last uh, segment of the show was, you know, what makes it possible for us to get on the inner spirit wavelength? In the first place. Yeah. I'm glad you asked. <laughs> in a sense, you could say that the outer you is being part of this divided world. And the inner you, of course, is not part of this divided world because that remains undivided as limitless and eternal spirit. That innermost you doesn't change. When you're limitless and eternal, there's no way to change. <laughs> you, you, it's everything. You don't have anything lacking. The two-ness of this world cannot get on the wavelength of the oneness of spirit as long as it's being part of the world. Yeah. So if you're being part of the world, you're being part of the two-ness. The world itself is always two-ness. It, it can't become oneness, right? So if it's up to you. If, if the outer you ends up absorbed in being part of this two-ness of the world, you're divided and you, you can't get to that undividedness. You have to first turn inward and realize, oh yeah, I'm not the world. I'm not of this world. I'm not a body. I'm spirit. So anything that is intrinsically part of the world cannot ever become part, not part of the world. You know, ashes to ashes, dust to dust. You, you know, what? <laughs> it's like what they used to say in Las Vegas. <laughs> what what <laughs> happens? What's what's part of the world stays in the world. <laughs> so, <laughs> what begins as part of this world will eventually end as part of this world. 
For example, your physical body is born in this world and will eventually die in this world. Yet, you are not of this world at all. You're spirit. And incarnating here in this world as spirit, as temporary visitor. You're essentially here on a student visa to go to school, <laughs> right? <laughs> so you, so for you to get into communication with your inner undivided self, you have to choose the undivided path of spirit rather than the divided path of the world. Your body is part of the divided world, but you as spirit has to learn how to use your body as the communication device that it is meant to be so that the part of you that is divided and being part of this world can make a long distance call to your inner eternal undivided <laughs> self <laughs> as you communicate more and stay in communication more with your spirit self the calls become more and more local and not long distance <laughs> it doesn't cost you as much <laughs> uh, yes and uh, you know the the, the payment here uh, in, the, in the cost is what we call pain. <laughs> the more you stay in communication with the inner spirit self, the less pain you're going to have in your life, even if life you know, in the world is still difficult. You start to know yourself more from direct experience as you stay in touch with yourself. And a big part of that direct experience is what we call bliss or never-ending joyousness. The more consistently you opt for oneness and being undivided in your thoughts, feelings, and actions, the more you stay in communication with your undivided, eternal, and limitless self. As you do that, fewer things seem impossible for you, and time begins to loosen its grip on your consciousness and energy. You start to be more fully in the world as the undivided spirit that you are and less become beholden to the ever-changing things and conditions in the world. You start to experience your inner joyousness whether the world is pleasant or unpleasant, whether things are going the way you'd like them to go or in the opposite direction. To stay in communication with your undivided inner self you have to communicate with everyone and everything else here as well. Why? You can't hope to communicate with your inner undivided self unless you are willing to communicate with the inner undivided self in everyone. And communication is essentially sharing who we are with those who we've longed assumed were others and separate from us. Communication and sharing opens us up to the undivided wholeness of spirit within each of us. Rather than being beholden the, the perception of separateness of our individual bodies. That's the essential meaning of the wisdom. Love others as yourself. If you're unwilling to share, you make yourself more isolated and an island unto your own body. When you share your joyous spirit, you become inclusive and aware of the undivided oneness of life, regardless of who seems to be living it. 
Such great ideas, too. And many of you might be thinking, well, what about my regular old life that I'm living? You know, how can I stay joyous during, you know, commute traffic or an argument with somebody I care for and so on and so forth. And war is going on. And war is going on. And COVID. (laughs) (laughs) And economic. (laughs) The The list is endless. And You know, I have to say, sometimes it's difficult, but uh, my answer to that is practice, practice, practice. And there's a lot of ways you can practice. Um, For one thing, you know, you can start to practice having the awareness that whatever you're feeling at the time, if it's not pure joyousness, which most people are not feeling most of the time, uh, to just know that it's there and that it's temporary, you know, any negative feelings, any feelings of boredom, feelings of uh, great pain, you know, you get the bad news about something and you go down the drain and whatnot. It is always, and I mean always temporary. And, you know, our emotions can be very strong. Uh, Us human beings, we have developed our feeling bodies very, very hugely over the past 10,000 years. And we're actually in that process of taking a step up. You're seeing different kinds of humans coming into the world who are dealing with their emotional uh, levels a lot differently than we are. And that's what we're evolving towards. And I'm not talking about no emotions, just not being the effect of it so much. So at the beginning, it's understanding all the feelings that you feel, especially the really super intense ones. It's It's temporary. And it will pass. Sounds like a cliche, but it is true. You know, the the grief of a lost one will pass. It may take time. And it's okay to experience that grief. Or um, recently I was dealing with uh, someone who was scheduling a a reading with me. And uh, she asked me to do something that was going to take me an hour to take care of. And I didn't want to do it. And it wasn't necessary. And so I very gently said no. Um, It's right in the email I gave you. And when she decided that my setting a boundary was was not making her happy, she wanted to punish me with canceling her reading and then threw an insult at me about my compassion. And rather than letting that totally ruin my day, which in the past it would have, it's like I don't want to make anybody feel bad, but I also have to set boundaries. So I understood that that little, it was like a, a, a cat taking a, a, swipe. Whack, a swipe right at my joyousness <laughs> and happiness. And, you know, I just brought myself back to my center and went, okay, I can let this go. Uh, and I could even forgive this person and myself because afterwards it's like, well, you know, I could have taken that hour, but then, you know, I would have lost that hour to other things I really needed to do. So I just moved myself into that space of understanding this was temporary. And I was able to actually move out of feeling insulted and feeling, you know, uh, letting the ego take that swipe and just brought it back to my joy. And I know someday in the future, um, I will probably run across her either in my spirit space, which is, you know, when we go on the astral or maybe in another lifetime where we can do this all over again and, and we can both handle it differently. 
So, you know, some things you just have to let go. And that's what I practiced. And, you know, sometimes it's not easy, but it's doable. (laughs) Exactly. It's, you know, Raphael was talking about the uh, earlier about the power of our emotions. Well, it's not the emotions that's powerful. It's that you are. You're the power. You invest your the intensity of the emotions that you experience within yourself is directly proportional to how much of your creative power you invest in those emotions. Oh, and that's why, you know, every well, we all know uh, drama kings and drama queens <laughs> in our lives. <laughs> and we often uh, laugh about that and say, oh, that person is such a drama queen or a drama king. And, and they make blow things out and they're so dramatic about everything, you know, <laughs> to the point of traumatic sometimes. But what's that about? Oh, they have a lot of incredible, if you look at all the people who are extra dramatic in your lives, they're very creative. They're, they got a lot of creative juice. And when they create something wonderful, then they put all that creativity into something that's beneficial to everybody and wonderful. Everyone claps and just goes, wow, amazing. Whereas if they put it into making you know, a mountain out of a molehill, then everybody goes, oh, boy, what a, what a drama, drama queen. It's time for our second break already. But before we go on it, we wanted to invite any of you interested in finding out more about what we teach, our schedule of events, and news about what we're up to, um, which you can find at our website, which, by the way, we're soon updating, michaeltamura.com, M-I-C-H-A-E-L-T-A-M-U-R-A.com. And sign up for our free monthly newsletter. We have lots of things we're offering and quite affordable. When you do, you can also download for free our two-hour audio introductory class to our comprehensive Psychic Tools and Life Mastery Practices for Living Your Soul Purpose course. Plus, while you're on our website, you'll find all kinds of information about what we offer, our events calendar, which we keep up to date, and lots of free stuff you can read, watch, or listen to, even the live broadcast and all the episodes from the past of our show. Also, if you ever have questions about any of our upcoming events and classes, feel free to call our office at 530-926-2650 weekdays during business hours specific time and ask our assistant, our brand new wonderful assistant, Debbie. We'll return to more on joy to you and me. Your joy is in the sharing in just a moment. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. Find out more about everything that they offer at MichaelTamura.com. And be sure to sign up for their free monthly newsletter. The best book ever. 
transformational, incredible information. One of the best books I've ever read. Inspirational, a must read for anyone interested in accomplishing their purpose. That's what readers around the world are saying about You Are the Answer. The award-winning book by Michael J. Tomorrow, beloved spiritual teacher and clairvoyant visionary. Order your copy now at Amazon.com. If you love living the miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamora, you'll love their teleclasses, seminars, and retreats. Check out their upcoming events at michaeltamora.com forward slash events. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Listening to Living the Miracle, Michael and Raphael would love to hear from you. Reach the show today by calling 1 888 346 9141. Again, that's 1 888 346 9141. You may also send an email to livingthemiracleradio at gmail.com. Now back to Living the Miracle. Well, it's great to have you back. We've been exploring joy to you and me. Your joy is in the sharing. So let's continue to share the joyousness of life. And, you know, the sharing part is kind of amazing. There's nothing like having something really joyful happen and you don't have someone to either <laughs> jump, jump up and down with or hug or, you know, have the, you know, the triumph of it. But what do you do to get back your joy, the joy you were experiencing before something painful or traumatic happened to you? Well, there's a lot of different things you can do. You can meditate. You can take a moment and release whatever it was. Some uh, are more comfortable with prayer that helps you to reconnect with God or the oneness, which is nothing but joy. Or just reminding yourself that whatever it is that upset you, is n- it's not the end. You know, like I was saying earlier, it's temporary, even if you someone tells you so. But I'm going to turn this over to Michael, who can run you through a meditation on getting your joy back, working with energy. All right. Okay. So uh, those of you who would like to join in, go ahead and just give yourself a deep breath and, and just sit uh, in a chair, put both feet flat on the floor, and just call, close your eyes and just find that center of your head. Uh, and when I say the center of your head, I don't mean get into your head like most people talk about. It's and, and intellectualized and become you know analytical and all that. No, it's just as you... Decide, imagine yourself just being aware in the center of your head. You'll start to notice, not only do you start to calm down a little bit, but things are quiet. You know, even if it's noisy outside and everything else, ah, you start to find that quiet center in you. You start to find a little bit more neutrality. Now, as you're in the center of your head, would you imagine sitting on a gigantic tree trunk? And just imagine you're sitting on a gigantic tree trunk, just like you're you're sitting on a chair. Sit on that tree trunk energetically and imagine that tree trunk going all the way down and anchoring into the center of the earth. 
And then the part you're sitting on is flat and very comfortable. <laughs> Not like a regular tree, but this is in your imagination. And, and as you connect the tree, top of the tree trunk, flat tree trunk, into the first chakra, uh, energy center that's located just above the tip of your tailbone inside your body. Just imagine that connecting. And as it connects, just imagine letting go of any energy that you're holding on to unconsciously. You know, we generally don't tend to hold on to other people's energies and the world's energies consciously. We just tend to hold on to it unconsciously. So just imagine that unconscious energy you're, you're holding on to unconsciously, you're going to just let go. You're never going to lose your own energy by letting go because it's yours. But when you let go, ah, you only get the advantage, the benefit of dropping off anybody else's energy you're unintentionally holding on to. All right? And notice what that does just to start with. And with practice, this starts to become incredibly uh, useful. And you'll be able to handle a lot more energy in the world. Uh, that's especially the energies that are not pleasant to you and everything. And instead of resisting, fighting, trying to solve it and everything, you just are grounded so it doesn't affect you as much. Then you could have your awareness to create something better. All right, something that you would like energetically and physically everything. Okay, so now you're back in the center of your head. You're grounded to the center of the earth. And let's say you just got uh, upsetting news or you're just emotional, you're upset, you're angry or you're guilty, you're ashamed, humiliated, whatever the, the emotion is. Oh, yeah. Remember what I mentioned earlier in the show is the emotion's not what's intense. It's how much of your creative energy you put into your emotion usually to fight it. You don't like it, and you go, no, I don't want to feel this way. And then you're putting a lot of creative power into that emotion. As the saying goes, what you resist persists. And in, in truth, what you resist, you end up becoming. You're, you're a capable being, so you can become anything. And if you become the emotion, then you start to dramatize it. Okay, so as with your eyes closed still, just imagine an image of a rose out in front of you. And as you imagine that image of a rose out in front of you, now imagine that image just exploding in a flash of light. Don't worry, it doesn't hurt anybody. It actually helps. And just let that go. Now, would you imagine another image of a rose out in front of you? And this time, we're going to use that image of the rose as kind of a collection rose. And just imagine that the energy that uh, uh, you're experiencing, you might feel as emotions and, and even thoughts that are unpleasant and, and, and it's something you don't want and it's it's not where you'd like to be and you're you're remember you're really looking at oh yeah joy is sharing my joy right now i'm not feeling joy at all <laughs> so the you're feeling something oh so that energy you're feeling is not joy 
Okay, that's all we need to know. Now imagine you're just going to let go of the energy you happen to be feeling, being aware of right now, and let it all go into that rose in front of you. Just imagine that energy that's not joyous, that you're feeling even intensely. Just let it all go into that rose. Just decide, okay, I'm done feeling this energy. I'm done creating this energy. I'm done putting more of this, my energy into this energy. Just let it all go. Okay, you're done with that vibration or set of vibrations. And then as you see it go into that rose, just as it all goes into that rose, now imagine that whole rose with all that energy in it that you were feeling before exploding in a flash of light. Just completely neutralizes all that energy and you just let it go. You don't have to solve it. You, have to, you don't have to fight it. You don't have to do anything about it. You just have to let it go. Okay. But that's not it. Just that's not the whole thing. You need, still need to create the energy. And so to have you start to be more attuned to the joyousness that's always inside of you as spirit, I'd like you to imagine a new image of a rose. But this time, would you, as you imagine that image of a rose, just would you also imagine that that rose is going to totally take on the vibration of your joy within you as your spirit self. And just sit back and don't try to fix it. Don't try to control it or make it the way you think it should be. But let that image of the rose take on the actual vibration of joy that's already within you. And, and then it's going to show you what that energy vibration is like. So as you look, sit back and, and look at the image of the rose transforming into this, ah, most of you would probably see a very, very bright, bright type of a rose. Whatever the color is, it, it's going to be bright. And, and if you just imagine kind of touching that energy with, with your feelers, so to speak, you'll notice, oh, it's a much finer vibration, much higher vibration than, than the emotional energies that I was feeling before. And just, just become aware, just look at that energy and notice when you look at energy in this way, oh, within a very short time, you start to actually feel the energy as well. Feeling always comes later. Yeah, feeling is a much, much denser vibration than seeing and knowing. So when you know something and, and see it, ah, to translate that into the feeling end of things, it, it takes sometimes a few beats. Give yourselves a deep breath. And now would you imagine that rose with a joy in it? You could also explain see that image explode let it go now would you imagine a new rose and let this rose imagine this rose is going to take on that exact vibration of the joy within you and once again look at this rose and see if it's pretty much the same or you know pretty similar to the other rose because now you're starting to practice looking at and it's starting to become more familiar with what that energy inside of you that's always 
joyousness. Now, just because you see the energy, it's so powerful. What starts to happen is starts to change your consciousness. And as you start to notice this on a regular basis, something happens inside of you. And that something that happens inside of you is unconsciously you've held on to a lot of painful experiences and emotions and this and that and the other thing from the past. And remember, it's all from the past. You don't have to live your past over and over and over and over again. But if you dwell on it in your mind, you're going to experience, continue to experience the same past stuff the same way. It never goes away. But as long as you're putting your, uh, your dwelling on it. So then as the different kinds of past experiences that start to surface that's not consistent with that joy, if you keep your sight on that joy energy, then you'll know, oh, this, what I'm starting to experience now as I keep my sight on the joy is far from joy. Yeah, sometimes it's very painful. This is your healing process. You have to let it out. And in the process of letting out the old stuff that you no longer have to hold on to and live through, oh, you're going to become more aware of it. It's just being aware. It's not that it's happening to you all over again. No, you still feel this way. No, it's not like that. You have to let it go. And then just imagine that old energy that's coming up, go into that rose. And as you do that continuously and just put it into that rose, and then once you get that rose filled up, imagine it exploding in another flash of light. Yeah. And you could do this multiple times. You could do this periodically throughout the day, whatever you like. And just always keep your attention on that joy energy within. Now, would you imagine a gigantic gold sun above your head? And just bring it in, fill your whole body up from head to toes. <coughs> and once you do that, stretch and bend on over, just drain off any excess energies and come on up. Give yourself a nice breath. We're coming to the end of our show today. Release that breath. Whew, thank you for joining us. We are grateful that you get to spend time. We get to spend time with you. Be sure to join us next Wednesday for our episode, The Miracle is in Your Sharing. Not only is your joy in your sharing of it, every miracle shows up when you are sharing of yourself in some way. Tune in and find out why you need to open up and share yourself to create miracles in your life. Learn just how you might do that as well. Remember, too, to call our office to sign up for our weekend seminar, Open to Everyone, Finding Joy in Challenging Times, Harnessing the Transformative Power of Compassion, Gratitude, and Forgiveness. Our life-affirming and life-changing teleclass weekend happening Saturday and Sunday, May 28th and 29th. The four powerful teleclasses and a bonus Zoom Q&A and social will help you awaken more to the limitless spirit that you are and learn how to cultivate compassion, be more grateful, and practice true forgiveness to live a more joy-filled life, even in challenging times. For all the details or to go or to register, check our website events calendar for May or call our office at 1530-926-2650. Until then, be inspired, use your imagination, and follow your intuition joyfully. This is Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamora. We will see you next week. 
appreciate your joining us today. Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura can be heard live every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until we talk again next week, remember to wake up to who you are. It's your purpose here on Earth.